This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect. Help you correct your auto problems. Our our host is Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, ASE, Certified Master Technician. I'm Liz Gill. Hello, Coach Charlie. How are you doing today? Oh, I am doing fan, fan, unbelievably fantastic. I hope you're doing great, too. How was uh, your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But I'm glad to be back. What did you say? I said I'm glad to be back. Oh, we're glad to have you back, too. And uh, keep us up to date. How's our... Clinton Arrows uh, bowling team doing so far? Well, we just had a match Monday and Tuesday. Uh, the Clinton Arrows are six, the boys are six and oh, and the girls are three and three. All right. Well, that's, that's, pre- that's pretty fine. That's pretty fine. But this is autocorrect, not bowling correct. Hey, that's idea for another show. That is. But today, uh, we're, g- <laughs> we're going to talk about Frank. Coach Charlie, I bet if we opened up the phones, we'd uh, we'd get a lot of calls on asking how people could improve their bowling game. We probably would. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about brakes because I don't know if I'm the person to work on my brakes, but lots of folks do. Java, I am just amazed. Java can do absolutely anything, and uh, Java has learned to do some of his breaks. Uh, you, you got a little uh, tip from some family members, didn't you, Java? Yeah, I did. Me and my dad, we, you know, uh, hiked up the car or jacked up the car, and uh, it wasn't too, you know, hard of a process. You take your tire off, and uh, it's two sides on, you know, the brakes, and put them on, and, I mean, you'll, <laughs> you'll know if you don't put them on properly. <laughs> and, and that is what everybody thinks. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to learn from Coach Charlie, and we want you to ask your break questions. All right, so I have some break questions, Coach Charlie. Uh, what are... We want to fix the brakes before they're completely gone because that I don't even want to know how you know your brakes are completely gone. But what are some signs that your brakes are getting ready to go? I think the first thing that you'll hear noise, you'll have a, have a warning noise, or some vehicles have a uh, electronic sensors on them. Your light will come on in the dash. Uh, the car doesn't stop or the truck doesn't stop like it used to. So there's a lot of different warning signs that you can have if your brakes are getting ready to go. But once again, they okay, are warning be, signs. I'm going to be mean to you. Java and I, uh, when we do our show, sometimes we like to make sure we know what it sounds like. So what does it sound? What are some of the sounds you might hear if your brakes are getting ready to go? Well, you can hear some squilling sounds, but the, uh, one of the worst sounds you want to hear is a grinding or a grumbling sound. You don't want to hear that one because then you've done went too far. Oh, okay. And and what's, what's a, a light on the dash? What would that signify? Well, there are several different types of lights on the dash. You have a red light that says brakes, and that one there could be brake fluid that's low or completely out, or you have an ABS light that's on the dash that is yellow that says your ABS is out. So there's different lights on the dash, and they mean different things according to what your, uh, what's happening to the car. Well, uh, I'm glad we have those indicator lights. 
Uh, <laughs> well, I call them idiot lights. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, what about um, uh, the feel of the car? How does the car, does the car have a different feel when the brakes are going out? Well, you'll definitely feel the uh, grinding of the uh, brake pads uh, against the rotor. You'll hear that. You'll feel that in the brake pedal. And sometimes you may feel a little vibration when you put on the brake pedal. You'll feel some vibration in the brake pedal as well. But a lot of times it's really on those brakes. It's hearing how uh, the noise of the brakes and how it's stopping. All right. And um, you know, I've... Uh, is this an old-timey term, people talking about the brakes are soft? Well, when the brakes are soft, either you have a air in the system somewhere. There may be air in the system. That's mainly the reason why the brakes are soft. Or there is a thing called uh, brake fade where the brakes get hot. Uh, a lot of times you go down a mountain, you hold your foot on the brake, and it builds up energy or heat, and then it's called brake fade. You won't have no brakes. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, let's let's continue with our senses. Uh, what about smell? Do you smell anything when your brakes are going? Uh, the only way you're going to smell something most likely will be like if you're, once again, grinding metal to metal or if you have a uh, hydraulic leak, brake fluid uh, leaking onto the brake pads. Now you will have a smell there where it smells like it's burning. Yes. Okay. And... You know, it all kind of seems like, you know, th it's, it's all connected like a system. Uh, what about uh, pulling or the, the way the car drives? Is, could that, I know that's part of alignment, but could that also be uh, having to do with your brakes? If you got grease on the brake pads or the brake shoes, it could pull to the left or the right. According, once again, it's going back to uh, what is wrong with the brakes, if it's going to pull. But it will pull sometime. Most likely, it's just you're really going to hear the sound or some type of vibration is what you're going to hear. Now, on the indicator light, you need to make sure that uh, you're looking at the right indicator lights to tell them what is wrong. Because sometimes that we do have a brake light on the vehicle. It just says your emergency brake is on. And a lot of people will not disengage that emergency brake because they don't use it as much and they sometimes forget to release it and then you will smell burning of the brake pads yikes well we with uh allison walker the lady auto mechanic we did do a whole show on the parking brake uh one of the absolute best things i loved about my honda civic is that it had i guess you call it an electronic emergency brake and it disengaged when you put it into when it was a manual and it disengaged when you put it into drive right so that, that is was the most awesome thing ever yeah that is on newer vehicles now that you have a electronic parking brake we used to be all mechanical parking brakes and the, the reason we had mechanical parking brakes is because the hydraulic system fails and if they made it mechanical that means it wouldn't fail as often Mm, well, uh, uh, good news, bad news. Right. We're talking about breaks today. Our email address for your questions is auto at mpbonline.org. Coach Charlie, before the end of the show, I'm going to make you make the, the break noises, noisy noises. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can now, make some of those. <laughs> now, what are the parts of the breaks? You know, I, we hear some of the things, but... Uh, take us through the brake system. 
If you think about the brake system itself, we're going to start with the brake pedal, then we'll go through the master cylinder. And the master cylinder is where it holds the brake fluid, and then you have different types of brake fluids as well. And you need to make sure that as you're doing that, as you're working on your own brakes, you want to make sure that that master cylinder does not become empty, or then you have a whole other job to do. So, uh, so then you got your master cylinder, then you have your... Um, Brake booster, you have two types of boosters. Either you have a vacuum-type boosting brake system, or you may have a, uh, it's called a servo or a hydraulic brake booster system. And that means it runs off the uh, power steering. So you've got two different systems there. And then you got your lines going down to your calipers in the front. If you have disc brakes, you could have disc brakes on the front, disc brakes on the rear, or you could have disc brakes on the front and drum brakes on the rear. It's according to just what type of car you got and how much money uh, that the manufacturer put in it to change. So then you have different, uh, like I say, you have your rotors. Okay. Now, on all these electronic brake systems, you have wheel, wheel speed sensors. You have uh, different sensors in order to help the ABS. And that's a whole new story if you want to talk about ABS. But uh, we have those systems as well on our cars and trucks. Okay. I ha the, the, let's, let's start back with that, uh, the, the master cylinder and the brake fluid. Right. Is the... Uh, is the brake fluid, is, is that something that we can check in our cars? Yeah, the master cylinder itself has a reservoir on top of it, and the reservoir, like, it, it holds the brake fluid in there. And as the brakes start wearing, you will see the uh, brake fluid going down. And then you could uh, fill that back up. Okay, so this this is something you should check. And what about maintenance on, on brake fluid? Is that a on our scheduled maintenance about how long does brake fluid last well the manufacturers now if you go back to the manufacturers they have a maintenance schedule when you should drain all the brake fluid and put all new brake fluid in the system and the reason they do that is because brake fluid absorbs water real easy and you have still parts going throughout the brake system and they're trying to keep the water out to keep the rust out Right, we don't, we don't, we don't want any rust in our cars. Let's, uh, we've got a call talking about brakes. Is let's go to Bob from Hattiesburg. Bob, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Coach Charlie? Well, I have a question about the exhaust brake on a diesel truck, uh, and I can hang up and listen, and uh, just wanted to see if we could get a any kind of explanation about how it works and. Uh, how it functions. Okay, you're talking about the um, Jake brake where they uh, let the compression off the engine? I it, suppose we're on uh, newer diesel vehicles like a, a 2500 or a 3500 uh, pickup truck when you have an exhaust brake option. Okay, yeah, that's uh, where they're letting the compression off the engine, and what that does, that takes uh, torque away from the engine. Uh, just like if you if you remember the older trucks out there, you would hear them uh, going down a hill, stuff like that. You would hear a big, loud noise, and that was taking the uh, pressure off the engine, and that's what they're doing on some newer vehicles today is taking some of that pressure off the engine. Gotcha. And can that uh, end up causing any issues or is there any required extra maintenance 
I don't I don't think it's going to cause any issues on um, what they did. Uh, you know, they got the diesel engines are quieter now and what they used to do. Uh, matter of fact, you couldn't even go to some parts of different cities where you could use the jake brake. They would make you where you could not use that jake brake because it made so much noise. But today they don't make a whole bunch of noise at all. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, sir. Oh, Bob, we're so glad you called in. That's what we love about Coach Charlie. He can do the diesel. He can do the gasoline. He can do anything. We're talking about brakes today, but that's just between any of your repair questions. We'd love for you to send us your questions by email. We've got a couple we're going to get to today. We are talking about brakes. Hey, is your car under recall? Got a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Hey there, it's David Green. You know, there comes a time when you've just got to let go of that old vehicle. Maybe it has lots of great memories, but it's also maybe just taking up space. And selling it can be such a hassle. So here's one thought. Let this station take that vehicle off your hands. Proceeds from the sale benefit this station, and you could get a tax break. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You are listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie, Charles Melton. I am Liz Gill. Now, if you want even more AutoCorrect, I hope you'll find our podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms for your smart devices. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So, read calls for the week. The VW Atlas and the Atlas Crossover Sport SUV. Those are both uh, have a recall. It's another airbag issue. This isn't the inflator, though. It can mess up your air conditioning, can mess up your airbag. But uh, you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls. And input your VIN, or you can find it on their Safer Car app. Uh, Coach Charlie, I think folks, you know, would have to be living under a rock to not know that, you know, there have been so many airbag recalls. And I hope lots of folks have checked their vehicles because just millions and millions and millions of airbags have been. Uh, cars have been recalled due to airbags. And they're literally made by the same manufacturer. <laughs> Most of those airbags are Hitachi. So, folks, yeah, that's a, this uh, Safer Car app is by the 
National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, and you could just download that app, put in your VIN information, and make sure you get notifications. And that way, you don't have to keep. Uh, I don't want to say you don't have to listen to us, but uh, you'll be made aware if there's a recall because some of these these recalls are you know specific. Maybe you have a F Ford 150 that was manufactured on a Tuesday in October, and they'll let you know if there was a problem with that. But we're talking about brakes today, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We're going to go down to Mobile and talk with our friend John. John, we're so glad you called in today. What's your comment or question for Coach on AutoCorrect? Well, I have a 2015 Ford Escape that I bought new. And... Uh, I had the brakes replaced uh, about a year ago, uh, maybe a little over a year ago, with 135,000 miles on them. Now, obviously, most of that driving was highway. But since those got replaced uh, by the dealer, um, <clears throat> and uh, I actually asked them after a couple of times, I've had, this, I've had it in either three or four times because I'm getting chattering in the brakes. Uh, they have to... Uh, I guess machine the rotors and for the first time they I took it in they were saying that they thought it was because I the brakes may have gotten hot I may have dr driven through water and it may have warped them that is uh, I wasn't buying that because I mean my driving habits really hadn't changed from the day I bought the car until then and I didn't have any problems with the original factory brakes and then it happened again and I had to pay. I had to pay to, for the, the first time. Now they did give me a bit of a discount. Uh, the rest of the time, the two or three times since then, um, they have not charged me. They wanted to, but I wouldn't let them. And uh, as a matter of fact, they did it probably about a thousand miles ago, and I'm having the same issue again. And I when when i when they called to see how the service was and i talked to them about the brakes and i said i assume you're not getting your brakes from rock auto no offense to rock auto <laughs> they assured me they were factory ford factory brakes so just kind of curious if you got any idea uh, you know is it possible for brakes to be bad when, when before they've even been put on well, this is what I think about brakes when they start talking about rotors. As a matter of fact, I was just talking about that just a while ago, is that, you know, as you talk about, the dealer said that the brakes uh, rotors would warp. Well, we really don't produce that much heat in brakes in order to make them warp because it's going to take a lot to make that solid steel warp. Uh, usually what happens there uh, a lot of times when they do brakes, and even if they... Uh, turn the uh, turn the rotors to get them true a lot of times according to who's turned them they, they may not be true what i like to do is get a new set of rotors put on there and if a lot of uh, manufacturers will tell you to cut the new rotors but uh, a lot of times if you got a new set of rotors on there not 
not machined rotors, but new rotors on there from the dealer or the, wherever they get them from, and you should be okay. Because what it is, a lot of times, is that I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to do it yourself sometime because a lot of times when people do uh, change brakes themselves, they sort of forget to uh, change the hardware. They just change the pads themselves. They forget about the rotor. And what makes those rotors wear is that when the brakes start wearing out, you know, every time you put your foot on the brake, it takes a little bit of that rotor. It's going to put a little groove in it or it may make it a little rough or a little out of true. So you want to be very careful about that. And that's usually where your uh, chatter and your brake pedal is coming from. Okay. Now, the, the, the guy from the dealer who makes the follow-up calls to see how happy you are um, on, on one of the follow-up calls about this, he actually did make the comment that Ford is not known for their brakes. Well, uh, let me tell you, I got a uh, F-150 2010, has 158,000 miles on it. Brakes have never been changed on it at all. But like yeah, you said, and once and again, highway mileage. And, yeah. you know, according yeah. to how you drive really affects these brake systems on all vehicles. It doesn't matter. It's really according to how you drive. Yeah, because uh, for my work, I, I pretty much go from Bay St. Louis to over to uh, Fort Walton. And from the Gulf up to Op, Alabama, and then across to Popperville. Yeah, it's mainly highway driving. That stop-and-go driving is really what gets brakes a lot. Um, yeah. So you just want to be very careful, and you need to ask them if they changed rotors. Did they put new rotors on there, or did they just put the machine rotors on there? What did they do to the rotors? Because that's usually where you have your problems at. Okay. All right, appreciate your help. Yes, sir. Hey, John, uh, amuse yeah. me. what does a chatter sound like? Uh, well, it's more, it's kind of like a... Yeah. Awesome. Now, we'll know, well, now we'll know with the frame of mind of what chatter sounds like. Well, good luck. I hope that helps <laughs> okay. you. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's in, the, in your, your, your foot also, and you feel it in your foot. You, you feel it on that brake pedal, right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, John. We're talking about brakes today, but that's just in between your vehicle repair questions. Uh, Coach, I, I don't know a lot about brakes, but I have been doing this show for three years, so we've, I've learned a little bit. The booster si vacuum system, that's something I haven't uh, really heard before. Well, tell me what that is. Well, you know how you get in your vehicle and you touch the brake and it feels soft when you crank your vehicle up? Mm -hmm. If you would take your brake, uh, your foot, and push on that brake pedal when the vehicle is off, that brake, that brake pedal is going to feel like a brick that you can't push it. Well, what happens, the vacuum comes on, and it, it's called vacuum assist, and it helps you fill the brake system without any effort. That is what the vacuum okay. uh, system does for that brake system. If you did not have a booster on there that worked off vacuum, you'd have a hydraulic system, and it was called Hydro Boost, and it does the same thing, but one of them works off vacuum, one of them works off liquid. Okay. Well, I guess that answered my question, but fantastic. Okay. Let's take another phone call and go to William, who's called in from Meridian. William, we are so glad that you've called in to AutoCorrect to talk with Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, Coach, I have a Toyota Corolla, and I changed out the brake pads 
couple of years ago, but I had never had any kind of noise or anything, but um, almost immediately they started squeak. And then I started to get that bump, 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 like my rotor was warped or, you know, had a groove in it or something, but it was intermittent. It did not happen all the time. And that kind of confused me, so I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, a lot of times uh, when you put new brakes on them, uh, you need to make sure you change the hardware, and you need to make sure that you put uh, lubricant on, not the brake pad, but right where the uh, pads go into the uh, caliper, where it holds it to to the vehicle, or that holds the caliper and the brakes go in. You want to make sure you put grease right there, just very little, and make sure you change hardware. And you want to make sure on that rotor, when you put the tire back on, that's another thing a lot of people don't do. They just put the tire on, and they they just go in a circle and they tighten those bolts up as high as uh, tight as they can get them. Well, those tires should be put on in a sequence as of the, how the uh, uh, lug nuts should be tightened as a sequence. And when you tighten them as a sequence, what it does, it pushes that rotor flat against that hub assembly. And if there's anything behind that hub assembly, it, you're going to get what you just said. It's going to be an intermittent um, noise on that but you want to make sure that that wheel is put on there and torque uh to the right uh, specifications and put on there where it is flat against the hub assembly make sure there's no um rust or anything behind that hub assembly as well done at the toyota dealership i always look at it you know uh technicians are always like anybody else they do make mistakes I got you. If I, if that happens, should I take it back? I would take it back if it's if, if it's still making noise and they just put them on a thousand miles ago. I would take it back and let them check it out again. Okay. All right. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Hey, William. Before you go, uh, one more time. What kind of noise was your Corolla making? Thump, 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 thump. Well, it was a, it, that squeaking noise was what it first made, but then. Well, what's, what's long the squeaking after that, noise? Tell us. That. What does it sound like, William? Sam? What does the squeaking noise sound like? It's just a high. It's, it's what you hear from cars all the time, that high-pitched squeal. Like a fingernail is going across the chalkboard. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not a metallic thing. You, will you make the noise for me, William? If I can, it's the, no, it's more of a. E, yeah, that's that's the good squill. That's a good squill. All right. Okay. For a good sport. Thank you so much, and I hope you get some good luck uh, getting that uh, repaired. Yeah, yeah, Coach. Uh, one more time, remind us how important it is to allow a service person to make good on something you think they might have done wrong. Anywhere you take a vehicle, no matter if it's to a uh, mom and pop or a big box store or the manufacturer, every vehicle you take in there, if they did work on the vehicle, there is a labor warranty. No matter what, it's, it's for sometimes it's 30 days, sometimes it's 90 days, sometimes it's a year. And there's always a parts warranty. If it's not from the one that worked on the vehicle, it's from the manufacturer. So, And those are usually a year or sometime lifetime. So, But you want to make sure that if you're getting something done to your vehicle make sure it's right before you leave and if it's not right before you leave or 
you um, come up with a problem not too many more miles or too many days after the work has been done, please take it back because the uh, repair shop is liable. And you want to make sure that Thank it is Kathy. all safe. Amen. Our email address where you can send in your questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about brakes, but that's just between your other vehicle repair questions. What's in the news? I'll tell you next. You are listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. A contractor ever tell you of the price of something and it sounds so high you think, eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. MPB needs some roadies, folks to help us out by spreading the word about Mississippi Public Broadcasting on the road. If you join us, you get a special license plate for your vehicle that tells the world that you support MPB. To join our road crew, go to your county office, request the MPB specialty license plate, then swap out your current tag for the MPB plate to show your support. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, recently retired from Clinton High School's Automotive Technology Program, is our host. I'm Liz Gill. Hey, man, we hope you have downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. So in addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can also click the support button and make a contribution because contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy. Thank you so very, very much for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. And you know, on uh, Giving Tuesday, we encourage folks if they have a vehicle they're not driving and they don't wanna have the hassle of trying to uh, trade it in or they just don't know what to do with it, MPB would be happy to take that off of your hand. Uh, I believe the car then goes to an auction and the MPB Foundation receives the proceeds for that. If you qualify and if it's applicable, you'll get a tax deduction and you'll be supporting AutoCorrect and all the other programs here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m., with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. So this was in the news. So in addition to a truck driver shortage, there's a school bus driver shortage. Uh, the, one school in Massachusetts had to cancel classes before Thanksgiving because there weren't enough school bus drivers. Uh, Coach, when I, was, when I was in school back in the olden days, 
some of the teachers were also uh, bus drivers. What about you, Coach? Were you I, a certified bus driver? I was a certified bus driver as well. And uh, we are having uh, shortages all over the state of Mississippi. Uh, some schools have had to extend their day because they can't get the students there on time because the buses are always late. That is what's happening in Mississippi now. Well, I know, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe when I was, uh, when my kids were little, they were encouraging moms and dads to become certified bus drivers. So even if they didn't do the, the daily route, they could go on the field trips or, or something. But, but, you know, that's, uh, if you're looking for in, new in employment, truck driving and school bus driving might be a fun way to go. They're always hiring. Uh, Liz, let's talk about uh, the most dangerous thing, I think, is for brakes, real quick. Please, please, what's that? Heat. Okay, and oh, the re uh -huh. and reason why I'm saying heat is that there's a lot of people that ride their brakes. Uh, they, I don't know if how many left and right uh, footed drivers that you have seen out there, but I have been in a vehicle riding with somebody and they use both feet. Okay, and one foot for the brake, one foot for the gas. Well, when you hold the pressure on that brake pedal, no matter where you are, it creates heat. And as I said earlier, heat will cause brake fade, and that means that your brakes just disappear. Even though you got the brake pad against the rotor, it just disappears because of the heat. Now, there are several different ways the manufacturer has tried to fix that, and that was with different types of brake rotors. We have vented type that will dissipate heat. We have some that may have, the rotors may have grooves in them. They may have slots in them that dissipates the heat and some of them are just solid rotors so you want to make sure that you get a good rotor when you go back if you're replacing rotors with your brake pads make sure that you get good rotors that can dissipate that heat because rotors wear out they get thin and they cannot dissipate the heat thanks and you know autocorrect we want to steer you in the right direction and also help you save some money on your car repairs so not only being able to do some of your mechanical work yourself will save you some money driving being a better driver and learning how to be a better driver will also save you some money especially with that brakes it sounds like yes ma'am all right, well, let's go to Kosciuszko. We love it when TJ calls in. TJ, we're so glad you've called into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question for Coach? Yeah, we're having problems with that caller right now, TJ. TJ, hang on just a second. We're going to, we're going to, hang on just a second. <laughs> Let's let's learn a little bit more uh, about the brakes. You know, one thing you were miss mentioning was uh, there's disc brakes and drum brakes. What uh, is one better than the other? One more expensive than the other? Well, the drum brakes are the cheapest, I would say, that you would put on a vehicle. And there's still a lot of cars out there and trucks that use drum brakes. They're only used on the rear today. They used to be four-wheel drum brakes. Now there's usually disc brakes in the front, drum brakes in the rear. And drum brakes are, they instead of using a rotor, they use a 
like a cylinder type uh, part that the brakes use spread out against and stops the vehicle. Okay, and they have a few. They have a few more parts in the drum brakes. You got springs. You got a wheel cylinder. Uh, so a little bit harder to work on. The disc brakes are a little easier to work on. Matter of fact, a lot easier now, to work on. What are those shoes? They're called brake shoes. That, that's not what they are. They are a, a piece of metal with a uh, brake lining on it, just like the disc brakes, but they look like a shoe. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, uh, Coach, we got an email this month from David. It's kind of a long email, but cutting to the chase, he is sailing, saying that uh, the dealership is telling him he had a <coughs> catastrophic clutch failure and therefore uh, his trouble is not covered under the powertrain warranty. And he has uh, two questions. Uh, he wants to see the old clutch and two, uh, what options does he have to appeal to a dealership when they, uh, when he's dealing with, I guess he has a GM vehicle? Well, the first thing I would do is on that clutch, I would want to see the old clutch and see if they replace the clutch and the uh, pressure plate. I'd want to see both of them because if it, it was a catastrophic uh, clutch failure, that means that the clutch itself was probably burnt up and it would have scarred the uh, pressure plate as well. So, or maybe even messed up the flywheel as well. So I would want to look at those parts that they said. And now he does have a recourse for the dealership. And what do we do is go back to the manufacturer. If you look in your um, owner's manual, there is a number in the back of the owner's manual that talks about uh, arbitration and customer service. And he could call that customer service and they would deal with the dealership with him. And there's a lot of times that the dealership will do, will redo the job and it won't cost you anything. But I would want to see Fantastic. those parts. Oh, and, you know, speaking of that, if this show ever comes to be a, a show and tell, we might ask you to start bringing in old, old parts. Uh, it, can you, if, if you think you want to look at a part, should you tell the service person before they've done it or when they present you with your repaired vehicle, is it too late to say, hey, let me see that part? I would ask for the parts and when I took the vehicle in, I would just say I would like my old parts back. There are a lot of shops out there, and I don't know about manufacturers, but I know there are a lot of shops out there that will give you the option of taking your parts back because they just want to be honest. They just want to show you exactly what they did replace. So, you know, because there's so many people out there today, they say we did one thing and we did another thing, and you're taking their word for it. But if you really want to see it, just tell them you want to see the parts. Great. Oh, and then bring them to us, and we'll talk about them. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. We can talk about all types of parts. I got all kinds of them. We're discussing brakes today, but taking your other vehicle repair questions also. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We have got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. And I, Coach, and maybe it's just me, but I really wish there was a two-seat truck that had a longer bed. But, you know, maybe that's just me. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. The vehicle we had this week may seem kind of crazy, but it makes a lot of sense. It's the 2022 Ford Maverick pickup truck. It's based on the Ford Escape Bronco Sport platform, so it's a unibody vehicle, kind of a crossover pickup truck. On the outside, the compact dimensions are perfect for the city and still big enough to be used on the highway or out in the country. It has a seven and a half foot bed, had no trouble getting a Christmas tree in it. And this one has spray in, spray in bed liner, so you can put some mulch in and scoop that out. Inside, plenty of space for four or five passengers, and it's got a lot of luxuries too. This one has dual zone automatic climate control, power sunroof, and all the phone connections, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and optional 4G Wi-Fi. So let's talk about the hybrid system. It's a front drive hybrid, delivers 33, 33 miles per gallon on the highway, 42 in the city, and the 191 horsepower moves it down the road. And perhaps the best price about this truck is the price. Starts just under $20,000. This one fully equipped, $29,340. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. We are the Iuka Drive-In Theater. We're the last operating drive-in in the state of Mississippi. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Freaked me out that you could come and drive your car and park and watch the movie outside. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app, Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. Hey, if you've missed any of our programs, don't forget you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I'm Liz Gill, but our expert is Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, ASE certified master technician. Coach, we have done a great job. You have done a great job telling me and us all about uh, our brake systems today. Uh, what haven't we gotten to yet? Well, I just want to let you know there are different type of brake systems. Uh, on the hybrid vehicles, we have electromagnetic braking systems, and those systems are the ones that charge the battery back in a hybrid vehicle, and they're, they're regenerative braking systems on cars. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you do not know what you're doing on the brake system, take it to a professional. Because brake systems, like say, I'd hate for you to run into somebody because you forgot to do something. You know, anybody, because brakes, like I say, you, not only do you have your life in uh, your hands, but you have somebody else's life in your hands as well. So you can't afford to really make a mistake. Excellent. Hey, folks, if you missed our hybrid show that we did right before Thanksgiving, you can find it on our YouTube channel or on our uh, website. So speaking of YouTube, is is that where you go to learn how to fix brakes? No. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you like it is. YouTube is good on some things, and they're not good on other things. You need to make sure that you take it to somebody that is reputable. Even if you're looking at a YouTube channel, make sure that the channel is reputable and that the one that is 
shooting the video knows what they're talking about because a lot of times we get in a situation that we don't understand what they're talking about and we're just looking at pictures well sometimes they do things that are not by the book and so i'd always make sure that you take it to a professional fantastic let's go to our caller mike in hernando mike we're so glad you've called into autocorrect with coach charlie what's your comment or question today uh, a comment about brakes. Uh, Charlie made a couple of good points. I uh, Years ago, I raced a car in California and learned a trick. To touch the brake and begin to slow down, let the brake up and let the, the rotors and the thing cool, touch the brake again. It's a gradual brake, let off, brake, let off, brake, let off. Now, I'm not saying slam on the brakes in traffic, but touch the brake and let the rotor then cool and then touch the brake again, you'll gradually slow down, slow down, slow down. I drive a little Toyota now that's eight years old, still has the original brakes and they don't even squeal because that's the way I stop the car. That's a good uh, point there, Mike. Uh, if we think about ABS, matter of fact, ABS does that same thing for us. If we're in that, going into an accident, uh, we were taught when we were younger that we'd pump the brakes to stop in snow. Well, ABS does the exact thing for uh, that pumping the brakes does. What it does, it puts pressure on different wheels in order to make that car straight. So the ABS is doing the same thing. They're trying to keep us straight so we do not go into a spin. Thanks for the call, yeah, Mike. I, I agree with that, but I just, like I said, I just touch the brake to begin to slow, then let it cool, then let, then touch and cool. I know my car has ABS too, but it never engages because I gradually slow the car down. Right. ABS only works when you stomp on the brake pedal. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mike. Oh, Coach, we got an email real quick from uh, Brandon. Uh, uh, remind us again, what kind of brakes do electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles use? And I guess he, when he says what kind, you know, maybe he's talking about disc or drum. Uh, they'll use a, a disc brake and it'll be an electromagnetic braking system and regenerative braking system is what those uh, hybrid right. vehicles will have on them. And don't try to do it yourself unless you absolutely positively know you know what you're doing. Well, let me tell you about one real quick while we have time. There is a uh, several manufacturers out there now is that the brake itself, well, the caliper itself, well, it touches the rotor every time it's driving down the road. It just touches the rotor and lets it go just to make sure it has brakes, okay? And that's going to be on your Mercedes and your BMWs, more expensive cars. But what it does, it touches those brakes. And... When you start to do those brakes, if you do it yourself, you have to disengage that uh, system on that car. If not, that system will break the, it'll mess up the uh, caliper, and then you really have a mess. So you want to be careful. Make sure you uh, consult the uh, owner's manual and a technical manual if you want to work on them. Great. We've got one more email. This is from Deborah. Uh, Deborah is asking, uh, she, she's just having all kinds of trouble with punctures in her, her, her tires. Is there a type or a brand of tire that would be less prone to picking up gravel or less likely to puncture if the gravel does become embedded? That would be those run-flat tires or those self-sealing type tires. The self-sealing tires, what they do, if you do puncture that tire, it will seal up around whatever is in there, and it will seal off that tire so it doesn't go flat. You know, you're going to spend more money on that tire than you are um, fixing a flat, I would say. 
Well, and I thought, well, you know, I felt like we kind of got talked into it. When we bought our new vehicle, we bought a tire warranty from the dealership and because we live in Jackson. And if anybody lives in Jackson, they know what I'm talking about. And at first I thought, oh goodness, we're just crazy for having talked ourselves into that. But we got, had a, a, a slow leak, but he said it was in the, in the wall and Sidewall. I needed a new tire. And they gave us two new tires for freezies because we had paid an exorbitant amount for a tire warranty. But it was good for seven years. And, you know, that's just my experience, but I was glad about that. Well, there's a good thing out there when you buy new tires from a uh, manufacturer or a tire um, where they install them, they will give you a road hazard warranty. And the road hazard warranty is if you run over something and you cut the tire, you puncture the tire, you have a flat, they will fix it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, one very, very last thing, if we have uh, 30 seconds for it. Uh, you mentioned before air in the system. What about that? Yeah, uh, you know, you were talking about a soft brake pedal earlier. Um, I always told my students that you could compress air, but you could not compress liquid. And so if air gets in the system, that means the only way air is going to get in the system is that brake system, a hydraulic system, is open somewhere. That means it may have a leak or a fitting may be loose or something that air can get into the system and now your pedal will go down to the floor. So there's a lot of different right. things that could cause the air in the system. Man, Coach Charlie, we just think you are fantastic. That's going to wrap us up for AutoCorrect today. Thank you so much, Java Chapman and Kevin Farrell for helping us out. So for Coach Charlie, Charles Melton, Master Technician, I'm Liz Gill. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.